The country's largest period charity says demand is at an all-time high as sanitary products become a nice-to-have for struggling families. Two years ago, the government funded period products in all state schools, but the issue stretches far further than the classroom. Reporter Louise Tanuth and camera operator Nick Monroe have the story. How many, like, probably twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 worth going in? The cost of a period is an expensive one to bear. It's hard enough just trying to pay for food and gas, and then you want, especially people at our age, and food and everything's just getting more expensive. And yeah, like, oh, it's actually horrible. It's actually so horrible. It should just be a given. We all have to deal with it, so why not? I usually just go to the cheapest place. Yeah, but that's hard to find, especially in the supermarkets. I spend upwards of like twenty dollars a month on like period products and like at least I can afford that but I know a lot of other people can and it's really unfair for a lot of other people that they can't get basic rights um, and it's not like we can control when it happens so you know everyone should be entitled to free pads. <laughs> the latest Kids Can survey from 2018 found over 20% of people had missed school or work due to a lack of sanitary items. One in three people said they had to prioritise other items like food over sanitary products. Over half of people said they had used toilet paper. Others said they had used old cloths or even disposable nappies. And so people just come in if they want to, they ask, they talk and we just give them what we have. Over the last five years, the period place in Onihunga has been working to deliver products around the country to more than 100 partners, including local iwi, marae, food banks and churches. Co-founder Danica Revel is busy loading up some reusable products today for a delivery to a local youth charity. They also provide education to eliminate any stigma or taboo about menstruation and have a store where people can access what they need free of charge. Over the last year, demand has skyrocketed, with over 150 places on their wait list. Danica says while part of the demand is a good sign people know where to get support, the cost of living is a huge factor. Unfortunately, period products are the first thing that go uh, off the uh, shopping list. You can't eat a tampon. While the government's rollout of products in state schools two years ago has been met with great feedback, she says it still leaves many off the list. We've still got a long way to go, so what I want to see is every bathroom outside the home have access to disposable period products just like toilet paper. You know, when you go out to work, you don't grab your, hair, uh, your hand dryer under one arm and your giant roll of toilet paper under your other arm and you don't two two out, put them in your car and go off to work. Their team is still small doing deliveries themselves with tampons and pads loaded up in Danica's car. Today, they're heading out to Upside Youth Mentoring in Green Lane. They buddy children aged 9 to 13 up with a mentor and meet once a week. CEO Jenny Horse says period poverty is a huge problem for their kids. There's one young girl that comes to mind and her mum's a meth addict. Uh, she has been in the position where she's been raising her younger siblings. For her, she was having to not only go to school as like a 13-year-old but also hold down a job to try to pay for groceries to feed her siblings. So for her, things like caring for herself was you know, one of the last things on the priority list. She says being able to provide period products has been life-changing. It's enabling these young girls that I'm talking about that we're mentoring to be able to go to school and not stay home on those days.